Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Coop and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. This episode is a review of the final and a review of the whole, the whole thing, a, a summing up, if you will, if I can do any justice to it, a review in total of the entire show that was Metal to the Masses Merseyside 2022. Really, um, it's probably going to be a lot of me saying thank you to a lot of people because it nearly... There was elements of this that nearly didn't happen. I'm sure it's the same for all metal to the masses across the UK and and beyond. That sometimes it gets it's difficult to plan. It requires an enormous amount of work. It requires an enormous amount of planning on on everybody's part. You know, you're coming off the back of COVID. There's still elements of that going on. Uh, there's all kinds of issues going with venue changing, venues closing, bands you know breaking up, getting to all kinds of things going on. They're getting in the way. Aside from the fact that normally it's fucking hard to plan this shit anyway, it's 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 really tough. So it probably is going to be a list of me thanking a lot of people. But before we um before we get to the final itself and the, and let's just take a look back at how we got here. Um, so the first heat was uh, beneath the ruin, Nova Crow, and Seven Years Dead, and it was one of those shows that once again it didn't have headliner. It was 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 kind of. Difficult to put together. We had people cancel and what what have you, and to sh- to have that, but still have like beneath the ruin, Nova Crimea. They're all amazing bands, really fucking turn up and really show up. Was was incredible, you know. And there, any three of those bands could have gone through. I predicted that Nova Crow would go through as they did, but real close, you know. Beneath the ruin, fantastic band coming up, and they're going to be someone you're going to hear about most definitely. Seven Years Dead, a whole bunch of stuff that they're going to be releasing, and they look really special as well. And it was one of those ones, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'll spill a little tea here. You know, it's 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 tough being a promoter. Andy, Andy Hughes and Deathwave, he does an incredible amount of work to make Metal to the Masses happen. And the, you can see by the messages we send back and forth just how difficult things get, some of the problems that can throw get thrown up. But to see him... When he looks, he stands at the back by the door most of the time because he's sorting out problems. Why have you? And he watches the show unfold to see a load of people moshing and 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 getting in the pit and stuff, and 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 to be really like enjoying themselves. He can't be bored. That that's something that's that makes the whole thing worthwhile. And and, and I think after the first one, it was nice to get that done to prove that we could still do it. You know, if metal to the masses didn't happen as previously as has been the case. A four Merseyside, people would ask if there was even a scene here, which is obviously ridiculous, but it was a question that could potentially be asked. It needed to be answered by making sure that we got it over the line. Um, and by we, I mean a lot of people are involved with this. There's people that you maybe don't realise that helped this bring to, to fruition and support it. And and certainly it was incredibly important to, to simply get this done. And it was nice that that, that happened. Then we go to Heat 2. You know, a few little little less problems, I suppose, as 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 we kind of get on the bike and start start pedaling, um, with dimensions, more taller, and raised by wolves, and once again another a very diverse group of bands, and all could have won it. I thought more taller were particularly the finished elements. I think they were just completely finished. And it was their first show, so the very finished, polished article, which was which was incredible. I thought they played a great show, uh, but then you know, raised by by Wolves playing a, an absolute blinder, you know, an absolute blinder. Uh, two, two or three songs there, which I've told them personally, I've told them that, you know, Here We Go Again and, and Big Deal are fucking great songs. Not only for the fact that the riffs are great, which I'm a huge sucker for, for big riffs, but also that 
those big riffs are accompanied by lyrics that are you know incredibly meaningful and a lot, a lot more deeper contents than maybe what you initially superficially take from them. There's a way more deeper context to what they're doing, and they were they were fabulous. They were really really good. I mean, they were really really good. And then we had Ex- Exhumation headline, and that was great. That was great because Exhumation, critic, you know, criminally under underrated. They need to be on get on more people's radar. Once again, another band that's new material will come up is going to fucking knock people sideways. A lot of these bands that we're we're talking about now all have material coming up and new bits and pieces. Uh, it, it, the scene is completely alive and more so producing great quality bands and music. And so. Raised by Wolves went through, went through to, to to the next phase as well. No surprise there. They they were just a, a, an example of a band turning up on the night and getting it done and being just winning the crowd over. And then we get to round three, and round three was just fucking you know a cavalcade of problems. It was Friday the thirteenth, but it was you know it was there were so many problems. We lost Deified at the at the the one of the, the joint headliners, which was. For me, absolutely gutted. I really wanted to see Deified, and we lose Deified off that, which is unbelievable. But we still had Autopsy, and I'll get to that in a sec. And we had um, Nesh and Mad Spanner uh, because of bands dropping out and what have you. And we had two two people, and Nesh were were superb. I thought that rightly so they went through. But I think that you know Mad Spanner needs some some props as well. And I talk about the show and all these individual shows. I go into a lot more depth. You can go back and listen to them on the podcast and. And see what you think. I'm really just summarising and giving you a montage before we get to the to the final. But Matt Spanner was was fucking great. He was a one man party, a one man show, literally a, a one man market. Um, just fantastic. And you know, I think we'll see more of Matt Spanner. I certainly want to see a lot more of him playing shows. I thought he was great, and I'd like to see his stand up as well. But the autopsy were just, you know. Fernanda and, and and what the guys do in Autopsia is is just brilliant. They they're a great thrash band. It's, it's it's Portuguese Brazilian thrash, if you will, and it's fabulous. The simple as that. But their interaction with the audience and the scenes of people giving drinks on stage is something that will is one of those highlights. If, if if I am indeed creating a highlight reel of what what's going on, that was most definitely one of the highlights for me. It was uh, you know in a, in a, in a day when Literally everything was going wrong. A ton of mistakes with bits and pieces. A ton of technical issues, and even seemed to be even more than normal. And that was all at the Zanzibar. And I've talked about the Zanzibar many, many times on the show, and many, many pre-shows I do for the Metal to the Man. But the crew that they had there was one gentleman and 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 two two three gentlemen with him that were students. They were fucking absolutely knocking themselves. Silly to get to get the best show that they could get done, um, and a lot of been lots been raised about you know, with the Zanzibar with the quality of the sound. I I I've seen bands there. I've, I've been I've had great sounds. I've seen bands playing have bad sounds everywhere. I think you've just got to get it where the house or the people that are doing the sound are there regularly, so they can learn the the kind of like the minutiae and the bits and pieces of the actual venue. But the Zanzibar is a great venue. It's an absolutely uh, it's, it's amazing venue. And I said stuff you. Know, about Tony on the very, very first podcast preview of Metal to the Masses. It's it's a great venue, um, full stop. And so I'm looking forward to seeing and putting on some more shows there, which which is re- I'm, something I'm really, really uh, going to look forward to. Shout out to Brandon as well and JJ, the, the work that they're doing at the Zanzibar and helped us get Metal to the Masses and do bits and pieces there. Once again, people you don't see. You don't see these people, but they are there. 
you know, Brandon's the guy kind of putting it all together as well. He's got a hell of a job and he's doing a fucking great job. I think I'll probably get Brandon on the show at some point um, to do to to talk there because he's doing some great work. And that's the thing about the the, the metal to the masses is the people you don't see. Now you're all, you, ladies and gentlemen, you're all aware of Andy Hughes and Deathwave and you know Andy's a very you, know, you can see him anywhere, very recognisable gentleman, uh, you know, and you'll see him and you know that. But you've got the likes of John. Uh, John will be do will do nine times out of ten will be on the door if he isn't. He's doing something else. But nine times out of ten he's on the door. He's the guy that you see. And he's in charge of making sure all the voting's legit and stuff, and people are putting the counters in and what have you. And people are, you know, and everything's looked after from that point of view. And these people, you know, you might walk past. That's cool. That's cool. But you need to know that these are invaluable members of the team. And Phil, who takes all the photos, you know, I've said this before. Phil is superb photographer, hands down. There it is, superb photographer. End of story. And also, he makes sure he gets a shot of every single band and every single member in that band. And I don't think, and I can probably say this, I reckon so, that every single person that he takes a photo of, that immediately becomes their profile picture on media they use. Think about that, that it's so good that it, they, they use that as their picture because he just understands bands, he understands what they want. He's a huge metalhead and a huge fan of metal music, so he totally understands the medium. And... He's just one of those gentlemen that is. We can't do this without people like that. This makes thing tick over, and it's it's nice as well that people see. The, the, I'm I'm trying my best to, to to support the scene as well. I I I get to these shows and and try and just do whatever I can, ladies and gentlemen. If it's just getting up and talking a load of nonsense, my job as I see it as a compare. Um, I've talked to Andrew Neil about this on on the show previously. He does great compare work. I'm a very poor compare compared to him is to do all the things like bringing the crowd up to the front and telling everybody to make some fucking noise and wake the crowd up and stuff if they need it um before the band so the band could just get on and play their shit and get get it done and and really i'm just an information giver that's it it's like okay don't forget to vote all that type of thing but i do whatever i can it, it, i remember on one of one of the particular shows there was a load of beer getting spilled as rightly as you should do i don't think it was a top shit surprisingly and just clean the beer. No one asks you to do this shit, but you, you have to. It's a collective effort, ladies and gentlemen. We all have to do whatever it takes to get the show over the line. And that's what those heats really showed us. It showed us that not only is there a scene, and there is a scene, of course there is. And it's not uh, not only that it's a, uh, it's a scene breeding lots of vibrant and exciting new bands, which it is. We've all got great material coming up, which they have. It's not only that. It's the the whole... It's not just surviving, it's flourishing. Everybody is getting involved and getting on with it. I really wanted to take time just to shout out to the lads from Beneath the Ruin. And I was seeing them, not only at their own show, obviously, but at the other shows as well. And I've seen a lot of bands at other people's shows supporting the bands. There's no fucking no animosity or any of that shit. People are just grateful to be playing live into, in front of a, an audience and being part of their scene. And that's how scenes get created, ladies and gentlemen. That's how they get created and fostered and grown and, and, and bloom, is the people support each other. It's not. You know, they, they, I always downplay the, the competitiveness of, of Metal to the Masses. Yes, there's only one winner, or rather two, as I'll lead to in a second. There's always you know, winners and losers, if you will, but it's not. It's the, it's the oldest cliche in the book, but everybody wins, and they do. You, know, you get bands like Mortala playing their fair show. What a great fair show. They're seven years dead playing one of their fair shows coming back. The ruin on their ascendancy, playing their shows as well. People are trying to 
find their way back in after an extremely difficult time and using metal as a way of doing that. And so I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. I notice everybody in the crowd. I try to speak to you individually or point you out if I'm on the mic. And thank you individually for, for coming to the show, supporting the bands, sticking around, and showing us that the Merseyside does have a scene. And so we get ourselves to the final. And like most of the uh, most of the shows beforehand, it was a tough one because there was a, a Champions League final going on, and in the middle of Liverpool, and Liverpool are one of the, the teams playing. So you, you, it's it's just difficult purely from a logistical stand, standpoint. There's it's very busy, you know, getting loadings and stuff and bands to it. That's difficult. Aside from the fact that some people want to watch the game, that's cool, and it it made it even even harder. But once again. Metal survives, metal wins, metal thrives. It, it, it's always in the face of adversity that metal does its best work. And so this final was a tough one. You know, we um, the underdog, what should be held and when we should do it. And in the end, we landed on this and we thought that, you know, well, the people are going to come to the show. We'll, we'll come to see the show. Um, and we just, we, we just laid into it. We just went as best as we could to do that. And what a turnout it was, as all the finals are. They always, there's that period of worry where you think, will anybody turn up? And then, then everybody does turn up. And then, yeah, so you had Nash, you had Raised by Wolves, you had Novacrow and Bloodyard as the guest headliners. So on the third sort of preview show I did for this, I spoke to uh, Mad Spanner, but I didn't speak to, to Nash. There was some, te- as, as there always has been right through, through this entire process, but there's, uh, I had some technical problems, so I couldn't speak to Nash. I made a promise with them that... Um, if they went through, uh, I would, I would, I would interview them at the next one. Or if they didn't go through, we'd do something where I'd, I'd just get them on the show anyway. And I'm probably going to get them on the show anyway, if, if truth be told. But, but amazingly, not amazingly, amazingly sounds like they shouldn't, just shouldn't have gone through. Deservedly sounds more better. Yeah, amazingly, I think it was just a look part of you that I was looking at. That th- thankfully, they went through, so I could actually, you know, keep on the promise and actually interview them. So it was me talking to the guys from Nesh. Ladies and gentlemen, I get to keep a promise. This isn't. This should have took place at the last heat, but thankfully Nash got through. To and now we're in the final, so we're here sat at the final. The magnificent Nash. How are we doing, gents? Sweaty. <laughs> yeah, it's hot one today. Just getting through the crowds. Yeah, <laughs> Flares and everything. Train was a fun journey. <laughs> so. Uh, I had heard nothing before I I saw you live, so I was going in it pretty cold. I think a few people were, um, which was interesting because your music is something that you know it's 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 quite progressive in points. You know, it's pretty uh, yeah. yeah. It's not it's not a three minute pop song by any yeah, situation. Yeah. There are some riffs mainly near the end of the set. There were some huge riffs, I thought, but you won the crowd over. Well. There's a constant theme of we're not prog, is <laughs> basically, but it's just trying to be interesting. Like, yeah. not be too much, like, going off yeah. the rails and doing 10-minute-long songs, which I love, but it's all about trying to take something that's, you know, nice enough to hear first time round, but there's more to listen to second or third time round. Yeah, yeah, and that's, the, I mean, you get that with, with, with really good songs. It doesn't, have, like you say, it doesn't have to be, like, 10 minutes long or incredibly convoluted chord structures. It doesn't have to be. It just has to unpack nicely if you will you know you can listen mm. to Led Zeppelin it's very bluesy based but there's way more to it when yeah. you kind of sit with it so 
then you get through and you're ha- now at the final. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't anticipate it. <laughs> Did not plan for that. Nope. Uh, so, what, which are you first, second on, I think it is? Uh, uh, second. So, yeah. so the, I suppose the question is, what's going to be different from the show with the Heath to the show at the final? The bassist. Oh, right. okay. That's a radical change, yeah. I'll be honest with you. No, the last one made a few mistakes. So and that's just, it? Yeah, yeah. Cut, cut through. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a change brand, like you do one thing and that's it, you have to ban. No, we just uh, we fully didn't anticipate getting past. And then um, wow. once we got through, he was like, oh yeah, no, I'm in London. Uh, so we managed to get a replacement bassist who is someone I've worked with in the past. Right. So quick turnaround, one practice. He's had like Done. a week or so. He's that, that good, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Marty's sound. <laughs> he's from Scare Tactics, so anyone check out Oh, yeah, Tactics. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. plays guitar for them. But sure. He's a good bassist as well. So he's yeah, yeah. He's just that guy who can just step in straight away. Yeah, yeah. So what's good? Is it. What are we going to hear? Are we going to hear different songs? Are we going to... Because you're going to have to play some of the same songs because there's an audience here tonight who ain't seen you. It's going to be the same set minus two songs. Because okay. last time we had a bit more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time we've got 30 minutes, so six songs. Um, and pretty much it's what we've got locked in because yeah. uh, when we practiced with Marty, Steve couldn't make the practice because <laughs> So this is going to be the first night where all four of us have played together. Sure. And it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But this is, you We're know, winning. So <laughs> Although you weren't winning the heat. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, do, yeah. I do hasten to add. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you know what? I don't think anybody's really talking about that. It might be the elephants in the room about winning a lot. But everybody's just like, it's good to just be playing like I'd put my house on a smart wind. Put it that way. <laughs> I'm sure some people would take that bet. Like, well, but this is metal to the masses, and I'm sure you're familiar with, with, with the whole sort of concept. And it's one of the few things out there where you can go from a band that's you know having people have made to a couple of shows and then playing Bloodstock. What's yeah. what's that mean to you, metal to the masses? It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it would honestly be ridiculous because we're kind of in that weird sort of some of it's light, some of it's heavy, and mm. we kind of play with heavy bands and we're too light, and we play with light bands and we're too heavy. So yeah. we've always been in this awkward little thing of just like we just write songs and we try and make them as good as interesting. I, I, I would venture that that, that awkwardness and that in between thing is that uniqueness that, that people like. So that's a, that way you're not because you, you know, we all talk about bands that are in particular genres. Being unable to completely put your finger on someone, I'd see as a massive positive. I, it, it is, <laughs> but then so many people say it's not because it's one of those things it's, of like yeah. you know have your sound, have your scene, have your look, and all that stuff. And yeah, it's just like I can't be asked. <laughs> like we just literally go, we'll come up with an idea, or you'll come up with an idea, and then we'll just see where it goes, and then. And within that though, buried within that is that that honesty and organicness. Then you're gonna the next songs are gonna be wrote because you think they're really good. Yeah, we scrap and loads yeah. of stuff along the way. Like we'll we'll do a song and we'll get it all the way to the point where we can play it live and not play it live because yeah. we've decided last minute it's just not that good. And and that's that's a really good place to be because you know there's some bands that are out there that will just write something. You go okay, well that's the next song and that's mm. out there. You know there's there's no internal sort of debate about it. There's yeah. no sort of self-producing. And that's a, like that's a rare. I'm telling you now, it's a rare commodity. I mean, where are we with them with new music? Are we looking at singles? Are we looking at EPs? Are we looking at albums? Where are we for Nash? Well, six songs. Pre- okay. Pre-pandemic. Yes. We were literally just starting to record two EPs, three songs on each. Right. Um, a few of which we're playing tonight. And we played last time. 
Um, and then the pandemic just screwed everything up. <laughs> um, so now we're back on track of recording them. So okay. hopefully we might have something up this year, but it all depends on. And the plans for two EPs? Possibly one EP race, this yeah, year. Once. Um, just because we're in what? May? We're in May now, so realistically, we need to get. It's just trying to organise stuff because during the pandemic, our bassist got a house in Southport, <laughs> so that makes life harder. It's the other kid, so that makes life harder. So it's just trying to juggle again everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and figure everything out. But in, like I said to myself, three years ago I will shave my beard off when we release this oh okay yes because I was just bored of my beard right so I was all ready three years ago to shave this off okay and then it just hasn't happened so I really want that EP out just so I can can I I raise the stakes you said you bet your house right I say you bet your beard tonight what if we went through if you win if you win you go through that you will shave your beard. You're gonna look so weird if that's the case. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll it, take that back. It, like ladies and gentlemen, he has a fabulous beard for those for those obviously listening. If it goes, yeah, it will be noticeable. It's not a small <laughs> beard, it's a suit beard, it is there and I think that we can't use the guy's we can't use the guy's house in Southport as collateral. We can't do that, he's just got it. So we'll go with the beard. If we win, I will shave the beard off. Okay. Let's hold until that. Won't stay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do it on the show. We'll yeah, do it on the show. We'll do it as a video. We'll put it out there. It will. It will. Yeah. Just get some scissors and just. <laughs> we'll let Haley do it though. Oh, she's it. That's my girlfriend. Oh yeah, sure. She hates this. Oh, so she's gonna. I yeah. do this to annoy her. Yeah. And it. Got and it just stayed. Yeah, it got out of control. <laughs> so honestly, she'd be like brownie points if I shaved this off. <laughs> but um, it was the, the EP was gonna be the the, the, the line for yeah. it. But it's just, you know, pandemic screwed everything up for everyone. So now it's kind of like, obviously in your preview show from last time, you're saying you know, it's reinvigorated everyone and all that stuff. It's also just trying to like find the new balance because the way it was is not the way it is. Trying to sort of carry on where we left off, but obviously there's new things to juggle. And then the other thing is we're playing songs which we still absolutely love them, but are technically four years old. Yes. And we haven't recorded them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, We've already got like, you know, wrote loads of crap during the pandemic and stuff like from an idea to here's pretty much a full song, and I just want to get them going now. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because we do it not to win anything, so we don't anticipate it. We want to play because we like the songs that we write. We like playing, and hopefully people like that too. It's in that order, rather than what can we write just for people. Yes. It's what do we write what, that what, we enjoy. What a, what a novel concept! Write music you like. And yeah. if people like it, then they, they enjoy it too. What a novel concept, you know? Well, that's why you've never heard of us. That's why you've never heard of us, because we're just in our little rooms just doing this. Not anymore. Tonight, Nash play the final of Metal to the Masses. And we've high stakes now. We've raised the stakes, ladies and gentlemen. It's in the house. <laughs> yeah, being in the house. It's the lads from Nash. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Nash there, that was uh, me paying back there. I didn't interview them on the in the third heat. Um, so I hope that pays it back. I'm going to come forward to, to Nash's new material and what they're, they're going to do. They're really int- a lot of interesting stuff there, as is a lot of the bands there. I'm just excited for the next waves of what's going to come from, from the area and what's going to come from, from, from the scene. So we get to the final. Nash, Raised by Wolves, Nova Crow Bloodyard as the headliners. And... I just, you know, I, I, you could put a credit card in between them. I know Nash were talking about in the um, in that little interview there that they, they, there was no way they were going to win. I, I think they got a fucking great reaction. Uh, but it for me, I, I said it before when Novacro went through to the final. I, I thought they would win, and, and I thought for me, 
they were the, the band to beat because they're, they're such a, a finished article, they're such a complete band in, in so much as they, they know what they are and who they are and what they want to do. And they do it really, really well. And I thought that it was going to be, uh, it was David. They, they were definitely going to be the band to to beat. And then it was, it was raised by wolves that, that opened it. And once again, talk about swinging for the fences. Just absolutely straight on, straight in. You know, the 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 riffs and stuff that are going on are absolutely superb. It, it's. It, I was laughing and joking with Liv, saying about how it's a. It's like the, the the best of '90s metal kind of put in there, but there's so much more going on. It's so much more interesting and involved, and it was really, you know, I think they played the the two songs I really like are um, "Here We Go Again" and, and "Big Deal." I think they all played almost one after the other. That's a fucking confident band right there, right there. And Nesh start, you know, they they played after, and they, once again, you know, without bassist as well, they had to draft in. Scare tactics bassist, um, sorry, guitarist, and 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 was 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 playing bass once again. Scare tactics just turning up again because Stu was was deaf and did drumming for Nova Crow, and it's like fucking hell. It's like scare tactics are everywhere. So that was nice to see. It was nice to see some friendly faces there again. And then Nova Crow, the, the headliners, and were just a a, a class lesson in, in how to do a set. You know, because we can all it, it's it's almost easy, but it's almost to play, you know, fast and heavy and get it done and play those big songs, but to pull it down to like, you know, to to one or two notes and to do comedy and then do serious and and, and blend it all together, doing that to, is a real it's a real difficult thing to pull off. That and that's what Nova Crow he's just you know, what a great front person, just totally complete control of the audience, palm of the hand stuff, and then and having and this is the what I'll lead on to as well, having someone like. If Simon Hall is 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 right there. He goes to every single final, and and he announces the winners. Think about that. Think about how many finals there is, and has to travel and the best breath of this country. And you know they're not in order. It's it's he's trying to get to them in the most logical way possible, but he's still got to get to these places. And and there he is at the final. And and I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he stands and watches all the bands. It isn't like. Pop his head round, have a little look, and then fuck off again. He's he was at the side of the stage, you know, with the crowd watching the bands, having a beer, watching, in, enjoying, in, enjoying the metal, and you know that speaks volumes. It speaks volumes about Bloodstock that does, and he's watching the bands. He's genuinely thinking, if you're great on that night, you're winning it. End of story. And he was there for every. He was laughing, and he was headbanging, he was there, and and people were taking photos with him and telling him how 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 important what he is is doing. And I did the same, you know. I embarrassed him and told him he was a national treasure, like the fucking Queen Mum or something. And he was like, "Fucking hell!" But he—he he, he is. He's one of those, def- as I often say on the show, defender of the faith. Someone who is there, and without them, these things wouldn't wouldn't happen. He's a real credit to, to Bloodstock in of itself. Um, but it really shows that he's involved with Bloodstock. That he is is that type of person that goes to the to, to the shows and announces the winners. And you know, I mean, I'm just a a, a guy occasionally gets up and shouts a little bit. But to him to let me do all my intro and stuff and all that and get my shit in, that was really cool. And so I was I, I met every word about what I said when I introduced him. He is metal in, in in all of its beautiful forms. He represents everything there. And it's really nice what he does. And Simon, I know you I know you listen to the show. So you know, thanks very much for listening. You said some very kind words uh, uh about the show as well and what we were doing here. And I thank you for that. That's very, very cool. I look forward to seeing you again, my friend. And 
if you want to listen back, I do a, a, a whole interview with Simon on, on a previous podcast. I think I'll get him on again because there's lots more to talk about. There's lots more to go through. But he's there. He's there at every show. And Nova Crow and Raised by Wolves and Nesha have that there. And that's fucking pressure. That's real because he's seen some of the fucking best of metal out there. So you've got to be the same as those other bands. You've got to be as good as, if not better than those other bands. And so before we get to the, the actual announcements, um, we had Bloodyard and I'd not seen them live. They were guest headliners. Fucking hell. They are, they're, they're just I promised Donna that I would get her on the show at some point. I really will do because I thought they were fucking unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. And so that was that was nice to see that, to see kind of bands that play Bloodstock before and doing that. I like the whole thing about Metal to the Masters, how they have people return to guest headlines who've played it, because there's also, you know, the, the, this is what you, you know, aspire to be in, in professionality. But also they will tell you things about how to act at Bloodstock and how to get the most out of the experience as well, which I think is an incredibly invaluable part of, part of it. So then we get to the announcements, and 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 before we, 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 we say the winners, you know, Ty puts a shortlist together. I imagine what happens is there's a shortlist and there's various stages you can play. You can play at the Jägermeister stage and things like that and do acoustic things and what have you. And he puts a shortlist together as well. He might, so we only, in case people can't do it or anything like that. And Raised by Wolves made the, the shortlist and quite often those bands play. And I thought that was a, a perfect way to sum up what they were doing. They totally deserved a, a shot. And then the announcements that uh, Nova Crow were the winners. And... Just great, just great to see Nova Crow. I've seen them kind of along most of their journey. I've done some some bits and pieces with them that are going to come out later on in the year. And their album's going to come on and out later in the year as well. It's their time. It's really their time. I think they're going to get welcomed with open arms at Bloodstock. And I think that's going to be a massive jump off point in the same way it was for like Evil Scarecrow and and and, and bands like that. And I think they'll they'll carve themselves their own little part of, of the metal community. And I think and I thought it was great. And that whole show was just people telling each other how fucking great they were and how happy they were to be here. And and it was just a, a real nice experience front to back that final. And it was a relief, yes, that we got the final done. We we managed to get it over the line. But it was also the, it, there is a scene, ladies and gentlemen, and there is some quality, quality bands out there. And, you know, next year, it'll be, I imagine there'll be more heats next year. There'll be even more bands because I'm just getting sent so much great stuff by new bands now and it's at this stage i want to shout out to some of the other uh, metal to the masses that are going on in particular north wales uh the stuff that uh, and the bean are doing now down there and that whole scene is absolutely fucking incredible you know the stuff that's going on in manchester is is absolutely incredible many many heats so much competition so many great bands and and it's it's it, incredibly important that happens often when you talk about the scene and, and metal on Merseyside as we talk about it there seems to be that you need to somehow you have to mention that it's better or, than, than the, the areas around it this, this is nonsense the scene is 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 whatever it, it needs to be to survive it's whatever you perceive it to be as a as a thing is what should welcome you should welcome other areas doing well they're taken away from you they're just doing well it's and that should be embraced I go to the shows in Manchester, because the shows in, in North Wales, and they're doing some fucking great work there. And part of the remit of what we're trying to do for sort of as a lot a bigger picture thing is welcome that and welcome you know supporting other regions and talking to other regions. So I've had Pars and Bean on before, and, and and I'll probably get them on again, and I'll probably talk to some of the bands that that did there. I think that when this goes out, they'll just be coming up to their to their final. 
And when you see, I don't know if you do do this, when I, when you see the Metal to the Masses lineup comes up, there's always two or three bands. You're like, who the fuck are they? That's a great feeling when that happens. That's a great moment when that happens because it's at that stage you realise that there's new stuff. You know, I, I've got a particularly voracious appetite for listening to new music, new metal, and, and get sent a whole bunch of shit as well. And even then, there's still, I'm like, who the fuck is this band? There? And, and I'm eager to check them out. That's the sign of a flourishing scene. And I really salute Bloodstock for, for recognising that and, and really salute them for, for giving bands a, a massive opportunity, which is, which is really what this is, this is whole, all whole thing is about. And like I said, there's a, there's a lot of people that help make this happen and they need your support too. You know, Death Wave and, uh, uh, and the people involved there, they're gonna, there's going to be more shows now. We have to keep going. This isn't a finishing point. It's, it's, it's very much a starting point before we get to doing bigger shows and doing more shows. And if uh, if if this is the quality now, well, we're going to probably increase the heat. The quality next year is going to be absolutely fucking incredible. I hope that one of the hopes is that the bands, people go to see these bands and get inspired to form their own bands or start their own projects. That's the real, real exciting thing that happens here. And then those bands that like Novacro come back, they're guest headliners and then bands. And it's a cyclical thing and it just becomes self-perpetuating and it becomes a really positive thing for new bands to come through new bands given given chance and opportunity so for me it was an unequivocal unequivocal success in every way against adversity but also uh, to show that it can happen and Merseyside does have a very very vibrant scene and uh, and I thank the fans and I thank everybody that was involved in the some people have been very 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 kind to me, to me at the shows and told me that they they they, they enjoy this podcast and they enjoy enjoy what I do uh, on the scene and that's very humbling i thank you i try my very best to do whatever i can in whatever small part um but it's all of us we we all must go to see bands we all must go, almost look after the scene in our own way be in a band be a promoter be it any kind of element of that, any crew or anything like that we all must support it in our own way um and i'll take this chance just to thank andy himself for letting me the, be the compare at the shows and in, in, in some way help wherever I can. I've really enjoyed it. Hopefully I can do it next year for, for him. And thank you to all the bands. Thank you to all the fans. And I will see you with the next Metal to Masses. And see you also. Bye.